Welcome to the let's be welcome. Welcome to the let let's be let let's be. Welcome back to the let's be Frank podcast, guys. Hosted by me, Frank Lampy. Durr. I'm so excited to be back with my first official episode. This is craziness. I hope you guys saw my little message that I posted earlier. Um, I I recommend going and listening to that first or watching that if you're on YouTube, um, because we do have a visual component, which I'm going to reiterate throughout this entire thing. I understand a podcast is typically an audio thing, but comma, I love a visual. I love a visual and it's the only way that I can actually watch and listen to a fucking podcast. I need to see the person talking. I need to. I can't have another voice without a face in the room. Just doesn't work for me, doll. Don't need it. I already have so many voices in my head. I don't need an extra one just sitting on my phone. It's not happening, babes. Need to see the face. But I understand that some people just don't want to see my fat face. So they'd prefer to just listen to the audio. In that case, you do you, doll. But yeah, I do strongly recommend going back and listening to the little message that I put out there. Um, it'll clarify what exactly to expect from the podcast moving forward. Today, we're coming in with just a bit of a catch-up episode. Honestly, just going over what's kind of transpired in my life in the last... How long's it been? I haven't posted like a podcast since May. So we're in what fucking October now. We're in October. I need a burp so bad. Uh, Sorry about that. October. Okay. So May, what comes after May? June, July, August, September. It's been like four or five months since I've posted like an official episode of my podcast. That's insane. And you know what? Like I said in the message, it's literally the old one. That's a pilot season, bitch. Like I don't, I don't claim her. That's the cousin that everybody fucking hates, but they're still family. So you have to like reluctantly be like, oh my God, yeah, that's my cousin. That's how I feel about my last podcast. And it's honestly because it just wasn't me. Like why the fuck was it called? Well, let's be frank. Why wasn't it just let's be frank from the start? Like, well, let's be frank such a fucking mouthful. And I've been called a mouthful many a time in my life in many different contexts, but (laughs) that was so gross. I hate myself. Yuck. I'm erasing that from my visual. I'm just picturing someone with like my appendage next to their mouth and being like, you're just such a mouthful. I think I'd honestly probably sucker punch them. Cause like, why the fuck are you being so cringe? Like, bam, that's very violent of me. I have a lot of anger. I've realized that over the past couple of months, I'm a very angry person, but I, I try to mask it in a way, but borderline, just a psycho Italian kid. And I love that about myself. Yeah, that's, that's, that's quite weird. It really is. But back on topic, welcome back guys. Um, like I said, we're just doing a bit of catch up today. I want to fill you in on what's happened. I'm not going to give you every fucking single detail. I'm not going to tell you how much times I've shit in the last five months because Actually, I'd love to know. I really would like to know how much times I've gone number two in the past five months. If anyone has a tally of that, please, please share with me how many times a normal person does because mine would be off the charts. I just fucking know it because it'd be so inconsistent, but there would still be days where I've shit like seven times. And why the fuck has that happened? I have been on my health journey lately, so I haven't been eating bad. I've been going to the gym and... I haven't been going as often as I used to. Like, honestly, guys, when I was like 
when I was really big, like, and we love all body shapes and sizes here, but it just was not for me. I'm trying to get smaller. That's just my thing. Leave me alone. If you're going to comment on me being skinny, because I've already had it on TikTok where people have accused me of um, not being funny anymore because I'm not fat anymore, which is kind of a backhanded compliment because, oh my God, you think I'm skinny now? That's sick. Love that. Um, but I'm the same person. Just because you lose weight doesn't mean that you're instantly like a different person. There's some people that do that, but honestly, that's them trying to, you know, they're trying to hide the fact that they used to be fat. I'll never do that. I still show people now, like my photos of when I was really big. And it's funny because they're so shocked. But back then I thought I was so hot and skinny and I literally was like 130 kilos. Like it's scary. Anyways, when I was really big, like probably 125, cause I never got bigger than that. I was like 125, 127, um, never got bigger than that. That's crazy to say, like, that's still pretty big. God bless. But when I was that big, I used to shit literally maybe six, seven times a day. And it was uncontrolled IBS. Completely insane. Like, I could not leave the house because I physically would need to shit as soon as I got in the car. And I think a lot of it came from, like, the anxiety of, like, leaving the house. But other parts of it were just, like you're just being funny. Like this is so dramatic. Why the fuck are you going toilet so much? Like it's, it's scary. So thank God I'm not like that anymore. I go like a regular one, sometimes two, depending on what I've eaten that day. But sometimes there'll be days where I haven't shit. And I don't know if that's normal because I've gone like three days where I haven't shit. And let me tell you the release afterwards. Amazing. I, did I just start my podcast off by talking about shit? Hmm. Yeah. See, that's, This right here is a key moment for me that I'm going to look back at and be like, why did I share that? I'm going to be editing this podcast and be like, why did I tell all these people that I shit regularly and I used to shit too much? This is insane stuff. I love it. That's the beauty of the podcast, which honestly brings me to my next point of where I'm at in my life. I'm at a very different stage of life than I was when you last saw me in May. Um, if you've been keeping up with me on TikTok, you probably have noticed a change, not even physically, like just a very, it comes across sometimes in my videos that I'm sad, depressed and lonely. And that's because I am, <laughs> I am a bit, I've been going through a depression for like, I want to say it's been around six months now. Like it started way, maybe a bit before I posted my last podcast. I think I was like freshly into the depression. Um, but I've been in this debilitating stage of stress, anxiety, and depression that hasn't left me all this time. And it's due to a big change that I've had in my life recently. Um, a few big changes in my life recently, actually, but that's something that I'm saving for honestly, the next episode of this podcast. And I hate to breadcrumb, breadcrumb people, breadcrumb, who am I? Breadcrumb. Sound like Stewie from Family Guy. Breadcrumb. Breadcrumb. Anyways, um, I hate to do that because I fucking hate when influencers get online and they're like, oh my God, guys, I'm working on a secret project. You guys are going to love this. Can't wait to show you guys. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. Hate it. It makes me physically ill because why are you saying that? Just literally drop whatever you're talking about. Like just drop it, post it, do it now because no one cares that much. Like 
literally makes me so confused. And I know that it's a marketing strategy. And you know what? I'm saying this now and I, I bet any money I have done that before. I definitely have. I know I have, but it just makes me cringe. Nevertheless, it makes me cringe when I do it normal. When you do it, disgusting. <laughs> and I'll always yuck your yum. Don't you forget that. Yeah, I'm judgmental. I have my Judge Judy mug for a reason. It says no one can judge me, only Judy. God bless. Thank you for this mug, by the way. This was sent to me by a brand called Threadheads. Um, they sent me this along with three other t-shirts, and I'm very grateful. Love them so much. I actually am going to wear my shirts, the t-shirts they sent me, on my next podcast. Um, and it says, see you in hell. So it's amazing. It's right up my alley. Love it. They also sent me a Princess Diana one, which is amazing. Also love that. But um, this Judge Judy mug, which, how cute is this? If you're not watching the visual right now, Go ahead and fucking look at it or else maybe I'll post it on my Instagram story on the podcast at the Let's Be Frank podcast um, so you can see it. But it says only Judy can judge me. And then it's got her catchphrases like shut up and then baloney. Love her. So, yeah, let's kind of jump into like I was saying, sorry, about the, the breadcrumbing. Let me get back to that. I'm not trying to breadcrumb you guys with the changes I've had. It's honestly just I'm not ready to talk about it. And I, I know that I'm saying it's coming in the next podcast, which typically will be up the week after this one's out. Um, and it will be. It's just I need time to genuinely break down the change because oh, I'm getting like, I'm actually getting a bit worked up talking about it. And that's just because it's still fresh. But it's a it's a massive change in my life um, to the point where, I've just been pushed into a really bad depression and it's no one's fault. Of course, like it's, it's life, like shit happens, life happens. You just kind of have to pick your pants up and keep walking. But I have been really struggling with it and I'm not there yet where I can say it on camera and I want to film it when I need to have a conversation in my personal life first. And once that's been had, which it kind of has already, but I just need to clarify first, that's when I can then move on and share what I need to share. Um, at the end of the day, what I can say is that the change might not be shocking to a lot of people because I think some people have already guessed it on TikTok, especially because that's where I'm kind of popping these days. TikTok's like where I'm doing my best. That's been hard because I've seen comments where people have definitely gotten it right about the big change in bunny ears. I just did bunny ears. If you're listening on the audio, um, I'm not going to do it again because if I do it one more time, it's going to be stuck in my head and I'll keep randomly doing it throughout the video. We don't need that. We don't want to curse the video component listeners, watchers, um, only the audio ones. I've lost my complete train of thought, but I just, seen that some people have guessed it and I, I know it's hard it's so hard because it's so easy for me to respond and be like yeah that's right you got it right that's why I'm sad but it's not that simple it really isn't for me at least I make everything difficult so you know no shocker that I'm making this a big thing as well um but when I'm ready to share it which will be in the next episode like I, I almost am positive it will be please be nice to me. Please be kind to me because I don't know if I'm mentally in a place where I can take a lot of criticism right now. Um, or just like, honestly, take a lot of scrutiny. And 
this might be something that could potentially lead to that. So, you know, stay tuned, I guess. And if you're going to be a bully, at least follow me. (laughs) Is that, like, that's sad to say. Like, if you're going to bully me, at least follow me. And I actually mean that. Like, what is the point of coming on my page to say nasty, negative shit if you're not going to at least follow me? Like, do me a favor at least and follow and keep up with me so then you can continue to make fun of me. That's that's honestly duality. Like, I don't know why more people don't do that. Because me, personally, there's a few people that I follow that I don't like. But I follow them because, honestly, just I like seeing their content. Like, it makes me chuckle. <laughs> I don't know that's mean, but everyone does it. So don't act like you're a fucking better person than I because you, you know, you don't chuckle at people because it's a lie. Everyone, everyone laughs at each other. And I think that's one thing that we need to normalize is being able to sit back and be like, I'm not jealous of this person. I want nothing this person has. I don't really even know this person, honestly, but I can still sit there and laugh at them, but I'm never going to leave a nasty comment because that's low down, dirty, disgusting, gutter trash behavior. I don't know who, who could do that. Like watch something that they don't like and then comment that on the video. Like, do you not think that the creator is going to see that? I sometimes think that people do it because they want the attention from the person making the video. Um, but honestly, you're not going to get what you want. Like, you're really not going to get a reaction that is going to satisfy what you've said. Like, if anything, it's going to be blocked and deleted, which is like, now you've lost. The game's done. Haha, it's all over. I've never understood why people leave hate messages or hate comments. And being someone that gets them quite frequently, or at least I used to get them quite frequently, I think that changed. Honestly, once I, I kind of changed my content up <laughs> on TikTok, it became less and less that I would get hate comments and shit like that. But they, I would get them a bunch whenever I would talk about my relationship. And that used to fucking piss me off. Like it was so, oh, it was so frustrating having people say nasty shit about something that they have no clue about. No clue about, which is, oh, that is why there's so much hesitation behind me saying what the big change is. Because it's, oh, it's just... It's going to come with a lot of scrutiny. I just know it is because it always does. And it's just, it's a fucking sad truth of the internet. And I'm a fucking slave to the internet. I'm such a slut for attention. So I'm, I'm just, I'm stuck in the cycle. What can I say? I really am. But you know, today's episode that <laughs> we've just been chatting for like, I think there was like 15 minutes of nonstop talking. Love myself, by the way. Guys, I keep having an irrational fear that someone is going to break into my house while I'm filming. I don't know why I have this thought, but there's something so embarrassing about creating content that if someone walked in on me doing it, I'd kill myself. I know that's so dramatic, but I would literally be so done. I would have so much embarrassment and cringe because it's happened to me so many times. And in their moments, I actually want to bully myself because how am I doing this? I've got a ring light propped up and my phone recording myself just being quirky and silly. That's so embarrassing. Like that is so cringe. And it's not like I'm embarrassed of my content necessarily. Like it's more so just the feeling of someone saying that. It's such an irrational fear, but I have so many of them. I think maybe I'll do a whole podcast of my irrational fears because I have 
such weird ones. And I know that they're weird because I've told people and they look at me like I'm a fucking psycho. I'm so sorry, but it's irrational for a reason, babes. That That's literally why it's an irrational fear because it's stupid. It's silly. I'm not going to be judged. Only I get to judge. In my lifetime... I just want to be the biggest judge, <laughs> um, which is actually kind of funny because I don't feel like I'm that judgy. Like I'm not. I feel like people have told me this about myself that I, I'm very, um, I guess, accepting and just open. It's because I am. I wish I was more judgmental. Maybe mentally I am. Like I'm I'm judging you in my mind, but just not, not in front of you or not to your face. In my mind, though, me and my six other personalities, we talk shit. We definitely do. Speaking of talking shit, that's a beautiful segue. I'm very proud of myself there. It's time to get into the hot topics. Hi, everyone. It's hot topics time, guys. I love this time. I love talking shit. I really do. And we've got some really good stories today. Um, I've sourced them all myself because it's to my preference, preferavore. Preferavore? Preferavore. Um, so we're going to start with the first one. I am obsessed with The Real Housewives. I think... A lot of people would know this about me. A lot of my content, I, I'm referencing Housewives. And I love every franchise. Uh, I love every franchise except for probably my least favorite, honestly, OC. But that's just genuinely because they're all fucking... They're all just really... I don't know. There's something about OC. Old OC used to be good. Like Vicky. But Tamara? Oh, I don't even want to get started on her. She does my nut. I really don't understand why they brought her back. Like, I, I don't get it. They should have just brought back Vicky and then that's it. Anyways, um, I want to talk about some news that came out. I think this was yesterday um, and it's about the Real Housewives of New Jersey. So I'm going to read you the article that I found from US Magazine because obviously there Real Housewives of New Jersey's Jennifer Aiden and Danielle Cambrell suspended from filming after physical altercation. This is something that is really common on the Real Housewives of New Jersey, so I'm not sure why it's so shocking. But them bitches fight each other every season. Every season, there's like a big leak halfway through them filming, and it's like, oh my god, this person fought this person. Duh. Literally, duh. Like, it's what they do. The whole show is famous because Teresa Judice flipped the table. We need to just, you know, I know that they're not trying to be like love and hip hop. We're like, that's what it's centered around, like the drama and the fighting each other. But honestly, New Jersey is where you go for that because it's just a very big representation of like Italians, like <laughs> Italians fight each other. Mind you, Jennifer Aiden, one of the housewives I'm referencing right now, she's Turkish. So, you know, even Turkish people like to fight. Everyone likes to fight. But let's read the story. Jennifer Aiden and Danielle Cabral have both been suspended from filming The Real Housewives of New Jersey after a physical altercation. The US Weekly can confirm. So they've confirmed this. How you doing? The women were filming scenes for the Bravo reality show at a party thrown by Teresa Giudice. See, I knew Teresa would be in this somehow. On Thursday, September 21st, Aiden 46 and Cabral 30... Wow. Aiden 46 and Cabral 38. I honestly thought that Jennifer Aiden was a lot younger than 46, but go her. She looks great for 46. Um, had an argument that turned physical. Aiden allegedly pushed Cabral, who threw a beverage in a plastic cup at Aiden. A plastic cup? Why is this news? The pair have been suspended from filming season 14 amid an investigation. Now, see, this is something I want to briefly touch on here. I don't under-fucking-stand when they put them on suspension or, like, they take 
a person off the show. Like I understand in cases where like the housewife was racist or she, you know, just she physically, physically threatened and harmed her cast. Like, you know, she fucking actually decked someone, but she threw a plastic cup with wine in it. Probably. I'm assuming it was wine because these ladies are always drinking. That's not that bad. That's literally not that bad. I remember on season six of Real Housewives of Atlanta, Portia Williams fully dragged Kenya by the hair. Like it was a whole big moment. Portia got reduced to a friend of, but was still on the show the next season. Like, I don't understand this. This doesn't make much sense to me. I think that New Jersey needed to do something that's outside of the box and they need a feud with different castmates that don't involve Teresa and Melissa because Melissa Gorga, Teresa Judice, that's the tale as old as time. Like two sister-in-laws that just fucking hate each other. Anyone in a WOG family can relate to this. Like on my days, like it's not going to happen when people don't click, they don't click. Like, especially when they're an in-law, because I think the thing is like, it's not actually family. Like this is Teresa's family by association, of course. And you know, they've got kids and she's got nieces and whatever, but like, really? They wouldn't choose each other to be friends. Like, it's not surprising that they don't actually like each other. This is one of them stories though, that I feel like uh, it's being pushed out so much in like the media and the press because they need something to blow up other than Melissa and Teresa. And they know that the next season is not going to be giving that because Teresa refuses to film with Melissa. And like, they need another sort of version of that, but they don't have other sister-in-laws on the show. So who's the easiest to crack? Sorry, but Jennifer Aiden. Jennifer Aiden is so real and authentic. This bitch will fight anyone, and it's because, like, if they cross her, she's going to say something. So Danielle, one of the newbies from last season, honestly really liked her the last season. So I'm excited to see how this pans out. Um, I don't think that they should have suspended them from filming, though. Like, literally, is that not the point of this, the show? Like, is that not why you casted these people? Because you want them to give big reactions. And when they're giving them, like, you suddenly start reprimanding them. It makes no fucking sense. Like, you need to be so consistent throughout every show. Because even Potomac, like, look at when Monique was fighting Candace. Everyone instantly knew what Monique was doing was wrong. But honestly, Candace, she was antagonizing Monique. Like, you can see both sides of it. But Monique is the one who caught all of the flack for it and in the end was kind of cast off the show. So, like, I hate to see that happen for New Jersey because everyone online, like, I hate the fucking Bravo fans online because they're so toxic and they're so dumb. Like immediately when one of the fucking housewives that they don't like does something bad, kick them off the show, get them off the show. Are you dumb? Like, that's not how it works. Like you need a cast an ensemble. You can't just keep switching people in and out. You need the core group. And for me in New Jersey, it's Teresa, Melissa, Jennifer, and Dolores. Like I really love the rest of the cast around, except for Margaret, that fucking, that old white woman just really fucking grinds my gears. Like there's something about about her that just irks me like I know that she's responsible for half the shit that goes on behind the scenes and it's so obvious but like none of the cast really calls her out except for Teresa and Jennifer and like they're the easiest targets to go against because they are again so like much in the wrong like they're always in the wrong so it's easy to go against them too but we need like a Dolores or something to call out Marge like genuinely because then that's when you'll see 
her shit unravel. And I think it's overdue. Like, it really needs to happen. Hopefully, you see it on season 14. But honestly, moving forward with this story here, I'm, I, I'm really just confused as to why they suspended the housewives for doing a housewife job. Like, they literally are getting paid to cause drama and entertain people like her throwing a plastic cup i understand like in the grand scheme of things like these are people you shouldn't be throwing shit in general but what do you expect that's what the environment's abetting like you're you're actually enabling people to do this so you can't be mad when they do it like i don't understand that 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 makes no sense to me why suspend them after something big like this has happened isn't that when you want the cameras around and like following what they're doing i don't know unless it got really serious and like someone got hurt but a plastic cup, and, like, I understand Jennifer pushed Danielle, but, like, are we kidding each other? Like, they've been pushing each other for years on that show, and they're all grown women. Like, it's not like, oh, my God, it's a 21-year-old woman fighting another 21. It's really not like that. These are mothers. Like, at the end of the day, they want to throw down with each other. By all means, do what you want, but I don't know. This is one of them stories that really makes no sense to me. Moving on though in big Swifty news, I'm not a Swifty myself. I can appreciate Taylor Swift, but I'm not crazy. Like half of you ladies and men out there, like I don't understand. It's it's a whole different ballpark. I'm not familiar with it. But speaking of ballpark, it's not the same sport. I just realized because I was making a baseball reference then, but we're talking about rugby, which is essentially football in America, like US football. Anyway, Taylor Swift joins Travis Kelsey's mum at Kansas City Chiefs game. Taylor Swift fueled ongoing rumors of a possible romance with Kansas City Chiefs star, that's a lot of words, Kansas City Chiefs star Travis Kelsey when she made a surprise appearance at his team's game, sitting with his mum in a luxury suite. First of all, saw all of this breaking and I saw all the Twitter memes of it. That was honestly what kept me intrigued. Twitter was being so funny in regards to this. And look, the only real thing I have to say here is go Taylor Swift. I feel like there's not much wrong that she can do. I feel like she gets praised for her breakups more than she does her relationships. So this is exciting. You know, maybe there will be a couple bangers that come out of a breakup possibly in the future if they're even together because it's all speculation but I mean I saw the videos from his game and it was really hard to not think that they were dating like she's sitting with his mum and then there was a video of her like picking up all the empty water bottles to put them in the bin when the game was done like bro we relax Taylor Swift we all know you don't usually do that you're doing it because his mum's sitting there which is honestly a veteran move like she knows what she's doing she knows how to make the parents fall in love with her that's for sure but I like this I like this for many reasons one this is the hottest guy she's dated. No offense to any of her exes, but oh, she dated Taylor Lautner. I don't know. Taylor Lautner was good looking back in Twilight. Like he's still good looking. Um, this is coming from me, the troll that lives under the bridge. So no hate to anybody. Um, but Travis Kelsey, probably the best looking of all her exes. So this is great for her. This is really great for both of them, honestly, because it puts him onto a different spectrum outside of the sporting world. Because from what I understand, him and his brother are both big um, like football stars and are both in the Super Bowl, which is go them. I mean, his mum must be so happy. His son, her son is dating Taylor Swift possibly. And both her sons are in the Super Bowl and she gets to watch in a fucking private luxury suite. She's living her best life. Like that's what you hope to do one day for your parents is like get so successful and famous and rich and like have all this disposable money that you can just treat them to a life of luxury. Love that. I really like this. And I hope that it's something that we don't get oversaturated with. Like 
the okay i'm gonna throw this to a different one but like kylie and timothy chalamet like i actually really like this couple because it doesn't work necessarily like to the i guess the naked eye kylie isn't someone that would go with timothy chalamet because they're both kind of polar opposites of each other but i like it so much because it doesn't it's not necessarily meant to work. Like it's just both these two young kids having fun. I think we forget that Kylie is in like her early twenties still. Like she's still one of the gals. She's got a lot of life to live, even though she's got two kids and a fucking billion dollar business and massive lips and a massive ass and big old bitties. She's still a young gal. So I, I don't know. I, I compare this to that because there's been so much talk of Timothy and Kylie online that I'm already sick of it. Like, it's just oversaturated as fuck already. She did that little photo at the fashion show where she had him on his her phone like this. And she's like, you know, like, it's just all very, I don't know, staged, I guess is the word, but oversaturated definitely. So I hope that that isn't what this turns into with the Taylor Swift shit because there's already so much Taylor Swift out there. Like, please let her have a, like, let her have a private relationship unless she chooses otherwise. But I really think she should keep it private. Honestly, the songs will be 10 times better because the public wouldn't have seen every single step of her relationship. So yeah, I hope that honestly, this is kept private. I like how I'm already predicting that there's going to be an album about this. I just, I think we all know how Taylor works at this point where she seems like a hopeless romantic, romantic, Oh my God, I'm from the UK now, bruv. Um, I just, we all know that this is where her relationships necessarily lead to. So I don't know, the album might be a banger. So let's see. Fingers crossed that they work out, I guess. Um, My next topic, guys, I don't even, I'm getting angry thinking about talking about this because that's how much this irks me. There has been lots of, lots of discussion online from people talking about the Roman Empire. And the whole trend is going up to your significant other. It's typically being only done with like girls asking their husbands or their boyfriends or like guys asking their boyfriends. And it's asking the question of how many times a week do you think of the Roman Empire? Firstly, I don't know where people get off on just absolutely lying their asses off online. I have seen so many of these videos and it's so easy to decipher if the boyfriend or the husband is telling the truth. Like you can literally tell if they're trying to like be funny and get a viral video or if they actually have been thinking about this. And I think I've gotten that sense from one video I've seen out of the hundreds on the For You page. None of you bitches are thinking about the Roman Empire. Be so fucking serious. No one has thought about that more than at least twice in their lifetime. In their lifetime. And these guys are trying to say that they think about it at least three times a week. What are you thinking about exactly, Brian? Like, that's what I need to know. I need to know if you think that, you know, you could be in the Roman Empire and you could be a part of the Roman era. Because if that's the case, please, the call is coming from inside the house. You bitches wouldn't last a day without an actual bed, without an actual TV, without a phone. Like, please be so fucking serious. It's really just lies upon deceit upon lies. But I just want to know if it's that or if it's because you're actually genuinely interested in it. Personally, go off. Everyone's entitled to like what they like, but I hate when people lie about it. Why are you lying? I know you don't think about this three times a week. Like, are you a historian? Are you a librarian? Sir, are you working 
for the Roman Empire. Like, what is happening here? Like, I, I just don't believe it. It's not believable. Like, give me... I'll give you three other topics that are like my Roman Empire. I did the bunny ears again. Jersey Shore. Hands down. That is my Roman Empire. I could talk about that for weeks, months on end. About the insides and outsides of that show. Absolutely. But that's like... That's expected. That's so expected. Jersey Shore. And then, honestly, probably like... Probably like the housewives. Honestly, I've got so much knowledge of the housewives and not even by my own behest. I literally just grow up with parent. I grow up. Oh my God, I'm talking about myself in past tense again. I grew up with parents that love the housewives, like especially New Jersey housewives because it's Italian. So I just have so much knowledge on that and Beverly Hills and like all the recent ones like Salt Lake City and shit like that. I could talk about that for weeks, months on end. And I probably think about it like at least four times a week. Yeah. That's to be fair, there's new episodes coming out. So that that is exactly why. And then three would be the behind the scenes tea of glee. I have done such big deep dives on that. I just know I could talk about that to boredom. Literally, like I have so much knowledge on that as well. Fourth one, I'm gonna add a fourth in there. Madeline McCain. Rest in peace to that poor girl. I, I think it's alleged that she's still out there, but actually I think they may have found a body. I think they found a body, yeah. God bless, but I could talk about that on end as well, and that's because it's just been so oversaturated. Oh, speaking of other little girls that have died, that's a wild sentence. John Benet Ramsey, that's another one that I could do a big deep dive on. Oh, and the Columbine High School, sh- maybe there's a lot, like I have a lot actually. Um, Yeah, Columbine as well, because I don't know, I find that really fascinating. So in conclusion, I just want to say that I think all your husbands, all your boyfriends, Everyone in your life that's telling you that they think about the Roman Empire more than once in their entire life, massive fat liars, gaslighting the fuck out of you. Or it's on the corny side of things where you guys plan to do that, which I hate. I hate online where people will try to make a video that is meant to be real and real, raw and authentic. And it's so obviously staged. Like, it's just so dumb, so corny. I hate it. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. And I don't know, this trend just really isn't giving what it needs to give. TikTok hasn't given a good trend in a while now. Like, I need the, like, the days of, you know, when people were doing the the fucking, well, I don't know. But, like, anything other than what it's giving now. Like, it's just not giving. It really isn't. It's giving. I hate that. Anyways. Next story that we've got here today is about Selena Gomez. So I love Selena Gomez. Let's start there. But she's getting lots of flack online. People really don't like this bitch. And I don't know why. I think it's just genuinely because she has gotten to a point of fame where the the audience has always really been on her side. Like when it comes to the Justin Bieber stuff, everyone takes her side with that. And same with the Hailey Bieber stuff. Everyone's on her side for the most part. But I've seen her getting absolutely brutalized online recently. And it's it's all really confusing because, like, she's just living her life. But anyway, let's read this article from Elle.com. Selena Gomez jokes about her dating status in new TikTok. Selena Gomez likes to joke about her dating life on social media, and she just dropped another TikTok reminding everyone she's still single. In the brief video, Gomez is seated on a couch and lip-syncing to a popular sound about romance. Guess who has a boyfriend, Gomez mouths along to the sound clip. Not me, bitch. Y'all stay safe, though. Okay. 
I saw this and people were upset with her because they're saying that she's a pick me girl. Now, I love Selena. I've loved her since Alex Russo days on Wizards of Waverly Place. She was probably like my first like actual crush on a celebrity that I can remember. Oh, actually, no, I think I had a crush on Raven as well. Like Raven Simone. Yeah, no, I think I had crushes before her, but she's one that always comes to mind. And I just think this girl is out here living her life. Whenever she makes a TikTok, people slander her name, saying that she's a pick me, that she's trying too hard and that she just gets on their nerves. I don't understand why. Like, If anything, for me, Selena Gomez is one of them celebrities that has reached, like, a share status for me. Like, she's just so untouchable that, like, literally, what can you do? Like, she's just living her life. And if she doesn't understand the premise of TikTok necessarily, that's okay because she's the Instagram queen. I think there was a point in history where she was, like, the most followed celebrity on Instagram. And I remember there's this one photo of her in, like, rollers and she's sitting on a chair getting her hair done and she has a Coke or something, like, she's, or a Starbucks drink. And I was like, she's just Instagram girly. Like, she really is a social media star. But maybe TikTok isn't her strong suit. To be honest, the only thing that pissed me off about that video is that she wasn't lip syncing properly. And like, you're an actress. Like, I understand that maybe the sound was out of sync, but at least redo it and put your best work out there, girl. Like, I understand it's just TikTok, but it's just TikTok to us regular folk. For you, the celebrity, perfection is needed. Un- unlucky, but it is. That's just the lifestyle. So, I don't know. That's the only thing that pissed me off about it. I don't, I don't understand why people use whenever she talks about relationship stuff as a time to bring up Justin Bieber, like, they're in two different lanes now, like, I thought after all the Hayley shit that happened earlier this year, um, we'd be done with trying to pit her up in, like, you know, the, the evil villainous role, like, Selena's so bad, because she's always talking about Justin, no, her fans are, like, you guys are, that's who's still talking about Justin Bieber when it comes to Selena Gomez, and, like, I don't know, it's just gonna be something that follows her around always, and I'm sorry to go die on this hill, but I never fucking liked them as a couple ever. And that's just because I never liked Justin Bieber. But like when they were dating, I was actively feeling ill. Like I was throwing up, screaming and crying because I wasn't dating Selena Gomez. But I don't know. I just think we need to leave that poor girl alone. She's got lupus. She's just she's just living her life to the best that she can. And everyone's a hater. Everyone's a fucking hater. So Selena Gomez, if you're out there and you love me um, and you see this... I love you. And I, 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 yeah, I love you. I have a crush on you. That's so creepy. Actually, let me take that back. I don't have a crush on you anymore. I mean, maybe I do. I'm nervous. She's never going to see this, but in the chance that she does. Hi, Selena. Keep eye up for Selena. That was so gross. Next story, my final story for the day. I don't know why I started. It, it really took a village to get that out of me just then. That's really embarrassing. Um, but this is about the art. What? <laughs> I'm Guys, I've lost the plot. I've lost the plot. The lights are blinding me and my throat is dry. There's no excuses. Keep going. Anyways, the WGA strike is tentatively over after 146 days. Now, tentatively, big word for Elmo, really could not get that one out, I do have dyslexia, don't fight me, all my teachers in high school told me I have it, so I have it, um, <laughs> I should probably get diagnosed, so then when I say it has more impact, 
Yeah, put that on the to-do list. Um, the Writers Guild of America has reached a deal with the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers after more than four months on the picket line. After more than four months of striking, Hollywood writers will soon be able to put down their picket signs and pick up their pens once again. The Writers Guild of America, the joint unions that represent writers across film, television, radio, and online media, have reached a tentative agreement with the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers. The Guild announced to its members Sunday evening this is great this is great news for many reasons um but i kind of just want to talk about i guess the big obvious ones that people think of when they hear the strikes happening with the writers guild and everything um why are people complaining when they make so much money first of all when you really dig into this the writers aren't getting paid enough like Why is Netflix making so much fucking money from these movies and from these actors and these writers' hard, hard work for the writers to get literally a percentage that does not even compare to what these bitches charge for their streaming services? Like, why am I paying $20 a month for Netflix when none of that money is even going to the actors or the writers that are making what I'm watching? What? Who am I paying? Why am I paying Netflix? Because you, what, you bought the rights to something, like you leased it for an amount of time to have on your streaming process, your fucking streaming profile. Please suck my ass. Like that is such bullshit. And I love Netflix. Love Netflix. Went to one of their events earlier this year. I really do like Netflix, but I just think that this is one of them things where it comes down to like people and their greed for money. I understand money makes the world go around and I love having money, even though I don't have a lot of it, but I have like... Do you know what I mean? Like, I understand the worth of money. I get it. But we need to pay people what they're worth. Like, that is one of the big reasons that I think, honestly, that movies and cinema and TV in general have really died over the last, like, three... I would even go back as five years. Like, the last five years of cinema before Barbie came out, honestly, was in the trash, in the toilet. There wasn't many big movies that came out that you're like, yeah, that's a classic. I love that. Back when I was younger, like in the early 2000s, when movies would come out, you knew that they were going to be a classic. Like you just fucking knew that they were going to be big. But nowadays it's like nothing's doing numbers like it used to. Like Barbie really blew it out of the water. And I think that's why it's so surprising that this movie did so well, considering the strike and everything that was going on amid, you know, their their press tour for Barbie. Barbie just honestly reinvigorated what cinema is meant to be. It's meant to provoke just thoughts and it's meant to provoke action. It's meant to make you feel something. And it honestly did. Like everyone, one way or another, had an opinion about Barbie. Even if it was the right opinion or the wrong opinion, everyone had something to say about it. Which brings me back to pay these writers what they're worth because we need them. Like the world is already so dull. We don't need to not have movies in our life. And we need good movies back. So pay the writers what they're fucking rightfully earning. Like pay them what they are asking for, and I'm happy that they've come to some sort of agreement. Um, It doesn't disclose what that agreement is. Um, They went on to say, we have reached a tentative agreement on the new 2023 MBA, which is to say an agreement in principle on all deal points, subject to drafting final contract language. Um, I don't know what that means, but I'm just going to interpret that as they know what's going on behind the scenes. They're not ready to release that publicly. Um, 
I just hope that all works out well. And I hope that friend Resha, you know, the nanny gets to get off the fucking picket line. I hope she gets to put her sign down finally and just go back to being an icon. Like she doesn't need to be out there at her big age. I think like not to age shame or anything, and I'm not trying to be ageist, but she's like in what her sixties, at least like this woman needs to just go and enjoy the fruits of her labors already. Like she doesn't need to be out on the, the picket lines. Neither do any of these actors and writers, like let them go back to their lives. Let them get back to what they like to do with their lives and their passion, which is writing. Yeah, I'm really passionate about this. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I think it just strikes a chord with me because when it comes to creative stuff, one way or another, like I love like art and I love being creative. And when you see someone else's creativity being kind of taken from them, it sucks. It sucks balls. Like with our creative people in this world, we would all be so fucking bored and we'd all be just lost. What would we watch? Like I love reality TV, but I don't need to watch reality TV 24 seven. Like if I'm not watching or listening to a podcast, my own podcast at the let's be frank you know you're watching right now might as well like and subscribe might as well you know rate us five stars i'm just gonna throw that in there i'm just gonna plug myself plug yourself always shameless plugs always god bless but like without podcasts without youtube without fucking reality tv what is there you need tv shows you need like shows like the oc back you need fucking movies like Barbie, you need these things. So I don't know, you need escapes from reality. So bring them back, give the writers what they want. And on that note, that's the wrap up of Hot Topics, guys. I hope you enjoyed that segment. I love, 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 love giving my opinion about things. If that's not obvious. So expect a lot more of that. I think I might do it every episode. So I love a hot topic. Um, what else are we going to talk about, guys, before we quickly wrap up? Oh, I also wanted to add in a little fun fact about me at the end of every episode, um, see how far that goes. But I wanted to give a little fun fact about me. Um, I, <laughs> this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. Ooh, I fucking, oh, I hate myself. If I could punch myself once in the face, like actually from another poison, another poisons, another person's point of view, I would happily do it. I just want to deck myself once, just once. And that's it. Maybe like break my nose and get like my nose redone. That's probably my second insecurity on my face, my nose. Um, I, I don't know why. I, th I think it fits front on, but my profile is a bit questionable. Like she's pointy. Same with my chin. Yeah, my chin is pointy as fuck. I'm giving Natalie none. Even if their name was Natalie Nun. Let me start again. <clears throat> Even if my name was Natalie Nun, these bitches still couldn't chin check me. Yeah. It's hard for a dyslexic bitch to rap. It really is. I try so hard. I really do try to get the words out, but mumbles, 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 babes. Um, fun fact about me, and I don't think a lot of people know this about me, probably not even my parents, because I think they were paying attention to me like that, which, I mean, they should have, but I couldn't write my name. <laughs> I didn't know how to spell Frank up until probably the second or third week of prep, which... Prep is like your first grade in school if you're not from Australia. Like that's that's literally your first introduction to the schooling world. I had no clue how to spell my name. I remember turning to the girl next to me. Her name was Emily. And I was like, how do I spell Frank? And she's like, I don't know. Like how am I meant to know how to spell your name? So I was spelling that bitch. And I still remember how I spelled it to this day. I knew there was an F. I instantly knew there was an F. What's embarrassing about this is I do remember having Frank on my bedroom door. 
So maybe my parents just assumed that my name was there that like I could read that and be like, oh my God, that's how you spell my name. No, did not know how to spell my name. I put F and then eight. Not as in, oh my God, you ate that. As in eight, the number eight, bitch. That's how I thought my name was spelled for three weeks in prep until my teacher was like, now I'm sensing that you actually don't know how to spell your name. So do you want me to teach you? And I was like, yes, please, Miss Taylor. That teacher scared the fucking daylights out of me all my days. I wonder if she's still breathing. I reckon she is. She's somewhere out there terrorizing children. She used to scare the daylights out of me. Oh, prep teachers were scary. So scary. Miss Taylor, if you ever see this one day, if you're still breathing, still kicking dull, um, you scared the fuck out of me and at least 10 other students in that class. Like it was craziness. Relax. I'm four and a half years old. Why are you trying to yell at me? Doing my best. God bless. Well, yeah, fun fact about me. I didn't know how to spell my name for three weeks of my life. Well, actually, that's a lie. Probably like four years of my life then. Because up until that point, no one taught me. (laughs) Thank you, mom and dad. Love that. It's great. And then they had the audacity to yell at me when I wouldn't do my homework. You bitches didn't help. At least tell me how to spell my name. That's my little fun fact about me. So now we've just, I feel closer to you. I think you should feel closer to me. And if you don't, fix that. Honestly, fix that because that seems like a you problem. You don't like intimacy, babes. And it's showing because why aren't you feeling closer to me after I've revealed my fun fact to you? That's, that's weird. It is. But anyways, in saying that, thank you so much for watching my my new episode or listening to us on Apple and Spotify. Um, make sure to leave me a big fat five star review and a cute little message because I, I always read them and I love them and I'm a slut for attention. We've spoken about this to death. But I also need you guys to like and subscribe to this channel. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to stay in touch with me. Push that little bell button, bitch, so you get my notifications. Hell yeah. Then head over to Instagram and TikTok and follow me at the Let's Be Frank podcast to keep up with the clips of the show. You know, that's what we need to get ourselves out there. We've got to put the clips out there, bring the bitches in. We need to all be a big army. Yeah. That's so, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed by myself. Anyways, I'm, it's not going to stop me from asking you to do it. So go and do it. Yes, I'm a slut. We've talked about it to death. And then make sure to follow my personal accounts as well at Franka Lampy on all platforms, all social medias, except for Twitter. I don't really use my Twitter, but you can follow me there. I don't use it, but anyways, love you guys so much. Thank you for watching, listening, wherever you are in the world, make sure to stay ready because you don't know when someone's going to try it. You really don't know when someone is going to try it. And I, I say you stay ready so you don't have to get ready if you, if you get my drift. Absolutely. But have a wonderful day wherever you are in the world and go out and just pop your pussy. (laughs) That felt so weird coming out of my mouth. I don't know why I've been saying that word so often, but it's just so, I don't know. It's very invigorating. Pussy. Fucking pussy. I don't know. I love it though. God bless. Have a nice day. Have a nice night. Have a nice life. Until next time. It's been lovely. (laughs) 